Welcome to the Own Your Choices, Own Your Life podcast. I am your host, Marsha Van Weinsberg. I'm a business coach, speaker, and author of the best-selling book, When She Stopped Asking Why. On this podcast, we will use the tips, tools, and strategies used by myself and our speakers to break through and overcome the challenges in our lives. When we take radical responsibility of our choices, create boundaries, grow our courage, and practice self-care, and letting go of what isn't ours to control, we can completely change our stories. When we take full ownership of our stories, we take back our personal power, and this allows us to impact, serve, and support others by showing them that they are not alone and helping them find freedom from their stories. When you own your choices, you truly own your life. Let's dive in. Welcome to another episode of Own Your Choices, Own Your Life. And today we are going to chat all about going first. Now, this is going to be a vulnerable share, which I do a lot of on this show. And I'm doing it because I want you to see yourself in my story and see what is possible. So in this time right now, the pre-sales are open for my chapter in the upcoming collaborative book through the great Canadian women called She Moves Mountains. And this is such a, boy, I just, mountains is the best way to describe it because I feel like in my life, I have moved mountains so many times and there's so many mountains that I've shared with you and so many mountains that most people will never hear about. And it has felt like it has been mountain after mountain after mountain, honestly. And maybe that's the whole thing is that that's what I'm here to do is to learn those lessons and share them with you, learn those lessons and share them with you. And that's what I did in this chapter. So ironically, it's called, I had to go first because as I started to allow myself to get into this space of writing, I recognized and realized what I was sharing over this past year. This is meant to really inspire you business-wise and personal-wise of what I had to go through in order to be where I am now. So I just want to share a few things with you because I want you to stop and ask yourself in your life, where are you going first? Where are you not going first? See, the thing is, is that when you are building something, you see that vision of what you want it to be. But you don't get a roadmap of how to get there. You don't get a step-by-step approach of what to do with it. I can't tell you how many times entrepreneurs come to me and they're like, well, I don't know what to name my program. Like, I don't know. And I'm like, well, pick something and then change it if you don't like it. It doesn't, nothing has to be written in stone. I have changed my coaching program names multiple, multiple times over. And the name isn't important because it's, can you convey that message of what that is to someone else? So when I decided to call my podcast, own your choices on your life, that was a gut feeling four years ago. Damn, I'm so happy I did because it literally embodies everything that I do offer and help others with is when you own your choices, you ultimately own your life. That was a gut feeling. So I knew that name was right. But all the other stuff, you know what? Who cares? Just change it as you go. But the thing is, is you have to go first. And I think that sometimes we are waiting, waiting for permission from someone else, or we are comparing our journey to someone else and thinking that, well, I need to do exactly what they did in order to get there. And if you have a coach who is telling you exactly how to do it as though you've got to follow the recipe that they did, that is not 
the way you want to do it. Honestly, and that's not what coaching is. Coaching is helping you, you're helping your clients or you see which way you can bring something to life, see the different options, and then helping you to tap into your gut instinct and literally just get into messy action and making it happen. But you have to go first. There's just no other way around it. I'm just going to be super, super blunt with you right now. You have to desire to go first. You have to get to a space of knowing that I'm not going to live this way anymore and I'm going to create change. That's ownership. So as I started to dive in, now I have been part of four different collaborative collaborative books before. This is my fourth. And I am a big proponent of them. People say, what do you think? I'm like, it's a great place to start because my first two that I wrote, I wasn't ready to write my own book yet. And I just wanted to learn how to share my story. And I've always felt inspired to write a book, but I didn't know what was going to come from it. And I didn't know it was going to actually come from the worst experience of my life, but it did. And that's the thing is it was learning how to share my story is what it comes down to. And so with this one, it was about me and the journey I've gone through over the last, I'm going to say 15 months. And when I went through the writing process, I wasn't exactly sure what was going to come out. I had an idea. And then I had to get into a space of letting the ideas, the thoughts flow and then go from there. And I mean, it's such a, it's such an experience. If you've never written before, because you're full of doubt. You're like, is this going to land? Does this make any sense whatsoever? But then you just keep working and working and working through it. And all of a sudden you're like, oh, here it comes. There comes the thoughts. They start to formulate. And a collaborative book is a great way to get your thoughts out there so that you can share a concept and be supported with other people. So you're not standing on your own. You're connected with all these other authors and you're all in this process of supporting each other to share that collaborative book. So it saves just for easy sense. There's 10 authors in the book. Now your story is getting in front of nine other new audiences, not just your own. So that's a great way to be out there and share your message. So when this opportunity came up last year, it actually came up before the pandemic started. And I was like, yeah, I want to do that. And then I was like, oh my God, no, I don't want to do this. Cause I don't <laughs> I just, my brain couldn't do it. So I'm going to share I'm glad I didn't quit. Thank you, Sarah, for not letting me quit because it's that would not have made me happy in the big picture. And I'm just being real with you that these are some of the emotions that we go through. So I want you to think about like how many times in our life do we have to go first? Think of the changes that you have created, whether it's job, personal relationships, health, any of those things, you have to go first. And you have to go first with no guarantee of what it's going to look like, what messy gong show is coming. You have to choose to go first. And it's going first with no roadmap, no real guarantee of how it's going to land. Probably not a ton of trust in yourself first, because it's like, you just, it's scary. And so you don't have that intuition yet of knowing what works, what doesn't, what to let go of. But you just have to be willing to go first without the plan or the map. We do this because we don't want to go backwards or we don't want to stay in the space that we're in. We have no idea what lies ahead, but we know that we don't want to stay in this space. And that's what happens when it cho- when you choose to go first. We get to a space of saying, I don't know what's going to look like up ahead, but I'm not doing it this way anymore. I don't want to live this way. I want something different for my life. And then it becomes a, yeah, we're going, we're going for it and we're going to make it happen. 
that's the space you want to get to because it really allows you to just put the blinders on and focus where you're going, not on the back lessons. When we look back what we've lived through, what happens is we can start to look at that with different eyes and some gratitude and some, you know, um, grateful that we've learned these lessons, learning and understanding that our past has made us who we are. And it's not a bad thing. I mean, we all, we've all lived through unbelievable stories. That's what we want to do. We get to the space of looking forward of where we're going. So in my story, I'm going to share a little bit with this, you now with a little bit of this with you now is this past year, um, what the pandemic looked like for me. So in 2019, I literally was journaling um, pretty much every day that I had this gut feeling that I was going to be leaving my job as a kinesiologist. Now, let me preface this. There was nothing wrong with my job. There was nothing wrong with my clients. There was nothing wrong with the people I worked with. My gut just told me that change was coming and I knew change was coming. I didn't know what it was going to look like. I couldn't figure out how I was going to leave my job because I needed that income. And in 2019, my husband lost his job. So he was out of work for almost seven months. And a lot of people didn't know that. So I spent all of 2019 not taking any time off. I worked 52 weeks in that year. And during that time, I busted my butt working in my job during the day with my clients. And then in the afternoons and evenings, working on my own business, my podcast, trying to find ways to grow my own client base. Cause I had to do both. That was the only option that I had. And I worked full time. I share, I'll share it all in the chapter with you. And when I see what I earned as an income working full time, it was like, there's gotta be a better way than this. Like I am a university educated person busting my ass and barely, barely making 40 grand a year. No offense to anybody. I'm not saying that. I'm just being real with you. That was my eye opener that I I can't do this anymore. My body's going to break down. I physically can't do this anymore. All during this time, I was still working out. I was training. I've been doing CrossFit. My health is a top priority. I eat really clean. So I was doing all of those things but I was burning out big time and I have burnt out multiple times in my life. So this was nothing new to me, but I knew this and I wrote it down literally all the time in 2019, 2020 comes and I change job locations and for personal reasons. And as I make that shift and change, I am literally only in my new location for less than three weeks when the pandemic hits. Now, once I started and made that change, I thought, okay, this is what I need so that I can make the change in my own business. But it wasn't, I knew it wasn't. I just didn't know how to make it all happen. And the pandemic comes March 17th. My job is gone. Literally my college from college of kinesiologists sends me a message and the job is gone. And I remember going, okay, so what am I going to do now? And the world is saying, we're just going to take two weeks to flatten the curve. And I'll tell you, if there's anything I've learned over my lifetime is to trust my gut. And my gut said, this is not true. There is more to this. Something is going to happen. And what if this is exactly what you asked for? What if this time and space is exactly what you asked for? And I decided to have no regrets, like literally no regrets. So March 18th, put my head down, started my business, learning everything I could from people who had walked the path that I 
wanted to be on. This is the thing is that you don't have to do it exactly how everyone does, but there are people out there who are doing what you want to create that you can learn from. And don't fall immediately into, well, I can't afford to do that because I've spent a lot of time and hours on YouTube, audiobooks, and podcasts, free resources available to learn as much as I can. Oh, and Google, like Google, come on, seriously. I can't even tell you, my clients are so funny. They'll send me a message and they'll say, okay, I've looked everywhere and Google. So do you have any help? Because they know that's the first thing I'm going to say is, did you look on Google? We all have the same resources available. We all have the same amount of time and every, every day and the same resources. So we're all capable of creating change. There goes my rant. All right. So March 18th, I get up and I'm like, all right, let's do this. Let's figure out how to do this. And I dove in. I dove in. I worked so many long days to learn everything that I could. And friends would be saying, why are you just chilling? Why don't you just watch Netflix? Because I'm like, I have a feeling my job isn't coming back. And you know what? By August, it still wasn't back yet. And my college was looking for me to pay my renewal fees. And I'm going, you want to pay $1,500 renewal fees when I can't even work yet? Like that makes no sense whatsoever. So I made a really hard decision to step away from my 27-year career, completely step away, doors closed, done. And that was a really tough decision, but I knew it was a decision that I had to make. What people didn't know during that time is that I was going through a lot of health issues. Now, I am no new, it's not new to me to go through health issues. I've had 10, 11 abdominal surgeries. And I have had a long, long history of health issues, but this was different. And over the last year and a half, I was having a lot of symptoms that didn't make sense to me. I was losing feeling in my toe. I was not having back pain, but it was having a hard time walking. And as the summer went on, it just got scarier and scarier. I was having, I was spending hours a day doing corrective work, trying to figure out why can't I move? Why can't I walk? multiple MRIs canceled because of the pandemic. And it wasn't until August when I realized that I finally got my MRI and things happened very, very quickly at that point. And then I ended up in uh, full-blown back surgery in October of 2020. And I'm very full of titanium. There's no other way to say it. I'm very full of titanium. And it's, it's just surreal to me when I look back at it but I had to go first. So as I started to build my business and start to listen to what was going on with me health-wise, managing that during a pandemic, building a business from scratch, literally income from scratch, because I didn't have anything else to rely on, there was no other option but to go first. None. I didn't have any other option. I had to find a way to make it work. It was just that simple. Now, I'm a driver. I'm a fighter. I push hard. But that is that was not helping me last year. Those, those traits helped me so far, but my body was breaking down and I knew something was seriously wrong. So last year required a lot of empathy and compassion and kindness and patience with myself because I had to learn how to listen to what my body needed. And yes, there were times I had to stop walking my dog on the sidewalk because I couldn't get up, like literally couldn't get up, couldn't move. And I had to stop and I had to listen and I would have to lay on the floor and I would lay on the bathroom because I couldn't move. It was really, really scary. I had to build trust and belief in myself that I had to listen 
and that somehow this was all happening for me. And I know those words are major trigger words for me. They're so, for when we were in the height of our chaos and people would say, well, this is happening for you. And I'm like, you're out of your mind. This is a gong show. Nobody wants to live here. This is not what I want to be in. But I look back now and I'm so grateful for the lessons that I learned because I would never be the person that I am, the coach that I am, the impactor that I am, the speaker, author, podcaster, because I've learned the lessons firsthand. We've all, that's the thing. What we've learned firsthand is what makes us an expert. And I had to learn how to build a better relationship with myself, to trust myself, to listen and give myself space. That was me going first in my own personal relationship with myself last year. So as I dove into this and then I I share the personal end of it, I share the business end of it, and I see what I'm creating and I know what I'm creating and I've made big promises to myself and my business in 2021 of what I'm creating, it's going to be magical. I'm guaranteeing it's going to be huge. I just know it. And I'm so grateful for that trust and doing what I had to do last year. I would say that I said this in my chapter, but 2020 was the year that tried to break me, like actually did break my back in multiple places, but it didn't break me. It was the year that made me. It was hundred percent the year that made me. And I'm just so damn grateful for the journey that I have been on, what I've learned and where it's going, where it's heading. So I would love your support with this book because I I'm on a mission to get as many hands as possible. And this will not be the last book I write. I know there's another one coming, which is crazy because it's so much work, but I know there's another one coming this writing this chapter helped me to recognize that this past, you know, 15 months has been a massive experience and growth journey in my own, putting my own needs, my own energy, my own health and my own wellness and recovery first. It was an exercise in trusting in having empathy and compassion and kindness with myself. It was a lesson in improving my relationship with myself and all of that. All of that is so important because I am my business and my business will only grow to the extent that I grow myself and I listen to myself and what I need. And it's the same for you. It's the only way it's going to grow. You have to take care of yourself first because you are responsible for what you bring out to the world. And if you want to grow your business, you grow yourself first. hundred percent is where it comes from. Not without a doubt. There's not even a question, not even a question. So I'm so crazy proud of this. And there is some pre-sales happening right now. The link is in my show notes. It's on my social media. You can get a signed copy sent to your door. Um, There's one option of delivery if you're in my region, or if you want shipping, there's one for shipping that's included. So if that speaks to you and you want one, I really invite you to go ahead and click into the show notes and get your pre-order in because I'm really, really, really proud of this book and I want to see it in the hands of so many others because I know that our stories change lives. Our stories 100% impact, support, serve others and change lives. We have to learn how to share them because that's how we recognize that we are so much more alike than different, that we're not alone and our stories are so damn powerful and they deserve to be shared. Sending you so much love. Thank you for being on this episode with me on this vulnerable share as I had to go first. And I would love to know where you are choosing to go first in your life because we need you to go first. 
We do. You need it. We need it. The world needs it. Sending you lots of love today. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Own Your Choices, Own Your Life podcast. If you love this episode, please submit a rating and review on iTunes and please share it with someone you think could benefit from hearing this message or this podcast. I love connecting and meeting you. So please screenshot the episode and tag me on social media or Instagram stories at Marsha Van W. And until next time, remember when you own your choices, you truly own your life.